Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Mexican Gypsy, your podcast for a better mind, a better body, and a better soul. I'm your host, Ida, and I am back. I know I've been lost for a little bit. Um, I was um, trying to plan for my Cuba trip, so with everything going on, um, work, Diego soccer, school, I think I had mentioned it before his school and all that stuff going on it was just a little bit hard to kind of keep afloat and um so I am back and I'm here to talk to you guys about how my trip went and everything that surfaced with that trip it was crazy you guys I came back so sick um got a really bad flu and then I ended up with like a stomach bug um but I'm so happy to be back in the states I'm so happy to share with you um what happened in my travel the lessons I learned my diet reset and dating um yeah so I took a break from my normal routine um Even though I feel I have a pretty healthy routine, um, I think breaks are necessary from our normal everyday routine. Um, And for me, hiking and travel um, is one of those breaks that I find necessary and um, necessary just for my growth and my well-being. Um, Travel for me connects... um, connects myself to the earth i'm sorry i'm gonna have to take a couple breaks because as you could tell i'm still a little bit congested so talking is literally makes me tired um so excuse me for that i'm gonna sound a little bit weird my um my voice might sound a little gross and stuff but um bear with me so as i was saying um Travel uh, connects me to the earth, um, travel and hiking, and um, it's really a big energy conductor for me. It makes me feel um, deep peace, and it also puts things into perspective. Um, for example, Cuba. Um, Cuba has become one of my favorite places to visit. It's my second time there, and now I already have friends, so... It's just, it's, I hold it a little bit closer to my heart. Uh, But for those of you who haven't visited um, Cuba, the, let me give you a little bit of background on it. The Republic of Cuba is a country in the Northern uh, Caribbean. And it is one, it is a one party state, which means um, it only, it's only one political party and that has the right to form the government. So it's governed as a single power, basically. Um, and they are of uh, Marxism and Leninism ideology, which basically means they went from a capitalist state to a revolutionary transformation um, um, into a socialist state or an upper stage communism. Um, so things are very different than they are here in the U.S. Um, I went to Havana, which was... I that's usually what I visit is uh La Habana, which is one of which is the largest city there. Um they speak Spanish and it's basically a melting pot of Spaniard and African cultures. 
Um, it is very rich in culture, especially music, which for me, you guys know I'm obsessed with music. Um, they have a lot of, they have, um, they're big on danzón and cha-cha-cha, mambo, salsa, and of course, reggaeton. Um, they also have a big, like, um, dance and house, um, craze there, um, the younger generations. Um, they export tobacco and sugar, coffee. And they have a high human development, ranked eighth highest in North America, if I'm correct, um, as well as ranking high in other metrics of national performance, uh, including healthcare and education. Like people have free education, they have free healthcare there. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, interestingly enough, though, these are these are only my observations, you guys, as an outsider. I want to reiterate, I love Cuba. I'm probably going to keep going back. I have friends there that I adore. Um, but this is this is just perspective. This is just what I saw as an outsider. And um, and when I talk about travel and things I see and that I lived there, um, the... The thing that most stood out to me this time around when I went to La Habana is it was very polluted this time around. I mean, it was polluted last time, but I just, especially this time around, I felt it more like in my sinuses, like the smog, like my nose was burning a little bit. My eyes were kind of itchy, like the whole time there. And it's funny because... <clears throat> If you look at it, it's super colorful. Like their architecture is so beautiful. Um, it's Spana it's Spanish colonial, uh, from like the sixteenth century. Like their buildings, um, and it's it's a very interesting juxtaposition because you see these beautiful buildings, and then you walk the streets, and they're full of dog feces and men just kind of pee anywhere people just can pee anywhere on the street and you can smell it you literally smell pee and poop on the street or you you smell like the rotting trash or people just kind of throw their trash out to the street where people walk it's a pretty interesting um thing to see because here it's just like if I'm done with food I don't throw it out on the street I don't just step outside the door the the door and throw my food outside the street you know kind of throw it in the trash or whatever um so you see that um walking on the streets a lot like you see trash being burnt on the side like out in the open which is very interesting um and they also have like zero crime rate people can get punished for a lot people are really scared of the law there like you don't break the law if someone were to come and, like, mess with us, all I have to do is call the cops and they'll probably get in trouble and they'll probably get a high um, ticket and they can't afford that. So people don't want to go to jail. So they're very respectful of the law, um, per se. Um, also, another thing I noticed um, from my last trip in this one, but this is the first time that I'm actually talking about it, is that a lot of the women, they're hate tourists. Um, women are super rude. <laughs> They're, like, mean. They're, like, I'm sorry to say it, but they were bitches. Like, they're so mean. Um, and 
mostly to tourists, uh, but the men there are super aggressive with their flirting. Um, they will whistle and they will say stuff and they will get up as close as you let them uh, to get a point across. So I kind of see why um, women would not like us, I guess. I could see why women are so rude. I had an incident where I went to the bank to switch um, pesos, uh, Mexican pesos for uh, cooks, which is their uh, money system. And when I asked her, um, when I gave her the money, I knew it was 300 pesos that I was, it was $300 in pesos that I was changing, 300 American dollars that were pesos, that were, that I had changed in pesos, but I hadn't really counted my pesos, so I just gave them to her, right, because you go to the bank here, and they count them in front of you, and then they tell you what they counted, you could see, so I figured, you know, that's her job, she's probably gonna do the same, well, she asked me, how much is it, and I said, well, it's um so many pesos, right, but I was like, but I didn't count them, and she threw them, and I'm not lying, I'm not exaggerating, when I say she threw the envelope back at me, and she said, count it, like, super, she's all, cuéntalo, I was like, damn, girl, like, why are you so mad at me? Um, but yeah, those are just some of the little things that um, I saw while I was there. Um, little things that are just differences, and I'm sure there's reasons. This is just one side of the perspective. Like I said, this is my side. Um, and the other side is, like I said, there are like there's mean people there's amazing people our we're our host our house host um we stayed by the um by the museo de la revolucion which is a beautiful beautiful building i think i put up some pictures i might have shared some with some of my friends um some of you might might have seen my snaps where the sunrise the sunrises and stuff there was a big building that was the museo de la revolucion um but our how our host we stayed right by the museum and our host was amazing she's so humble she was so sweet she was always there for whatever we needed um there was also another guy down the street that owned a bar that was super sweet invited us back for free drinks and dinner our taxi driver Uniel he is just the sweetest guy ever greeted us gave us coffee gave us rum he is just the coolest guy ever. Um, if you guys ever decide you're going to Cuba and would like to contract a taxi driver that you could trust and will take care of you, let me know. I'll hook you up. He is one of the people that has become my friend and we actually message um, frequently as well as I like to call him my bestie in Cuba, um, Ernesto. I actually met Ernesto through another friend, um, and I ended up becoming closer to him. Um, I spent the day with him in Jaimanitas. Jaimanitas. I can't ever pronounce it. Jaimanitas. And it's more on the outsides of Cuba. Um, it's more like, it's más caribeño. There's more, it's like the outsides. It's not really city. Um, and I met his family, his mom, his grandma, his dad, his brother, and they were just the most amazing people ever. They opened their doors to me as if I was another daughter, another family member. They cooked for me. 
a amazing Cuban uh, lunch. They made some chicken for me. They made salad. He asked me what I loved, and I said I loved their avocados and their plantains. So they made sure they had some avocado for me and plant. It was just amazing. It was an amazing day. I was able to go to one of the museums they have there that's called Fusterlandia. And Fuser is the actual artist, and he just decided to decorate his house in mosaics. And he turned his whole house into artwork, and it's a whole thing of mosaics everywhere from top to bottom. Every single floor has mosaics. And he decided to start growing the, his art, so he started growing it out into the street where there's walls of it. And he then um, decided to ask the neighbors if he could, if they would let let him display his artwork. So he started decorating neighbors' houses uh, with mosaics as well. So he's kind of making a little Fusterlandia. He's making, like, expanding it out into the village, into Jaimanitas. And it's so cute. Like, I love it. It was, like, the coolest thing to see. Um, so that was one of my awesome awesome times I was able to um experiences there I was able to go to the beach which I love um I walked this little it's like a little wall that's inside the actual beach and um the ocean so it's a little wall and it's a U and it starts in one side and it kind of goes into the ocean and then it comes back into um land so I was able to walk through that with Ernesto and of course we had a great conversation we caught up and we just talked about life and um his future my future just things we've been through um which is one of my favorite things when I travel is meeting genuine people and just seeing how they live and just seeing how different we are as far as because of demographics where we grow up but just how similar we can be as well with our dreams and just what people really want which is to be happy and feel safe and feel loved and just be able to um, fulfill all our dreams um, which was amazing which is another reason why I love to travel and I recommend that you travel even if it's somewhere close by I think a lot of us have that fear of opening up I hear it a lot I'm not good at making friends I'm not good I'm not a people person I'm pretty shy I'm pretty but a lot of times you miss out on hearing perspective and learning something new I mean we can learn something new every day and a lot of times you don't have to do it by talking to someone but a lot of my bigger lessons have been talking to people um and meeting new people um which is another thing that I want to that I want to talk about on this podcast is one of my bigger lessons, one of the bigger lessons that I took, or maybe just a reminder. Um, it was a crazy, crazy trip to begin with. So I, I announced, right, I travel through Desert Grace Tours. If you guys um, are interested in traveling, she has a couple trips on there. She, I know she has one for Cuba next year. Um, and don't let me sway you guys. Cuba is, it's not 
a luxurious trip. It's not like, oh my God, I'm going to go. And there's like some days we ran out of hot water, but it's so hot there. It's so humid, the weather that it doesn't matter. You know, the coolness feels good, but don't let me sway you. Like there is amazing things, just like there's bad things. It's like being in Mexico. There's areas where are really beautiful and there's areas that are really polluted there's rude people everywhere there's great people everywhere so don't let me persuade you into thinking bad about it like I said it's only my perspective of the bad things that I saw but there's a lot of good things that I saw and like I said this is one of my favorite places to visit so (coughs) excuse me so she has desert grace tours at her she has um Jamaica trip coming she has Cuba she has wine tours that she does um here um within town and i think she might have one to california i'm not sure you have to like look into it with her but um she also has a costa rica trip coming up and um i begged her to add a mexico city for the day of the dead next year 2020 which is my next trip that i'm planning and i'm so excited for um, so if any of you are interested, just add her and tell her that you're my friend and that um, I told you guys about whatever trip you're interested in and she'll let you know. Um, but yes, one of the things that I was saying is lessons. Um, so the trip was crazy. It was a group of um, eight people, I think it was, eight of us. Let me see. Me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a group of eight of us, and um, one of them was a person I knew. She wasn't my friend. She was just someone I met through a common friend, and because I announced, like, oh, I'm going here if anybody's interested. She was like, I'm interested. I want to go, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So um, she had already hit me up before because she said that she had seen my podcast and she had seen what I was doing with my life and she was going through an awakening she calls it an awakening I call it a journey whatever so she would ask me stuff all the time and she was telling me that it was just a lot of things happening with her like just a lot of things happening I'm not gonna go into a lot of detail but some um just because I want you guys to get where I'm coming from but she was going through some stuff in life and she's going through an awakening um her words so I guess she was trying to she's going through that healing moment where she's trying to better herself and better her life um so we kind of connected through that um we we she ended up wanting to go to this trip I linked her up with the travel agent and that was that so I did some Reiki work on her and during that session she told me some stuff that I didn't agree with because I felt like she wasn't mentally stable. I think when we first start healing we start going through all these emotions and all these things that are happening and when we bring third people in we can sometimes harm um ourselves more than help ourselves so that was just my thing that I told her was like hey just be careful with this third person because I don't I didn't want her to hurt herself or or her family or whatever I I wanted her to first heal herself and do it on her own and 
really be aware, be in awareness of what was going on, you know? Because I've been there. I've been there. I've done the ugly. I've lived through it. So I think I might have come off. I might come off a little too cocky. And it's really not. It's just that I've done it. But anytime I ever offer anybody advice, just know that I offer it with, um, what's the word? Um, with confidence. It's with confidence because I've done it and it's worked for me. However, it doesn't mean you guys have to take it. It doesn't mean you guys have to agree with it. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you guys. So I guess she didn't hear what she wanted to hear. And from that day, I noticed that she kind of got offended. And she's like, well, my journey's not going to be the same as yours. She got really offended because I basically just told her, don't do that because it's not a good thing. It's not coming from a good place. I'm very transparent. Those of you who know me, I might come off. Maybe she took it as like, what a bitch, you know, but I'm sorry. It wasn't like that. I'm telling you right now, it wasn't like that. I think I tend to be a leader. Um, I do things and a lot of times I do back my shit up because because of that reason. I don't like to look like an idiot. I don't like to look like a charlatan. I don't like to look like I'm fake. So I do a lot of research when I do things. And a lot of times, I'm the guinea pig. I'm the guinea pig, and then I bring it to you guys, and I say, this is what worked, this is what I did, this didn't work, and then, you know. So it didn't work for her. She got offended, and she's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. So, fast forward, weeks later, she kind of went MIA, and then the whole time, the travel agent was like hey what's up with your friend um she doesn't want to answer to my itinerary stuff and is she like what's going on is she i need her to sign because through travel stuff you need to like sign waivers and you need to make payments and you need to like you know and for me this trip around was more to go visit my friends so a lot of the itinerary i was skipping out of and um her plan was like hey i want to go um, see the world. I want to do something on my own. I wanted this to be an experience for myself. That was her intention for the trip. So it ended up happening that um, it just, uh, just it became very difficult to get her to like respond and just she didn't understand the itinerary. Like we, she didn't. She didn't want me to leave her alone, and I was like, I won't, but at the same time, like, I have plans with my friends, and you can come along, but, like, the first day, I just, I had a podcast, and it's just kind of awkward to have somebody there, and then they had a lunch planned for me, and economically, I just didn't want to put more strain on them and be like, hey, I'm bringing a second person, you need to feed her too, we need to, like, you know... <coughs> So that was that and then um the day of the the day of the travel it was crazy because our our flight got delayed um she drove us up there and on the way up she was just like so I asked her hey how's it going with your life and stuff cuz I knew already that she had she didn't I knew already that she didn't like the way I had responded to her so I wanted to make sure we cleared the air because we're gonna be together for seven eight days and I didn't want it to be weird right and I'm super nonchalant you guys I'm like 
shit rolls off my back now so easily so unless you tell me like something bothered me i probably won't notice it i'm probably gonna think hey we're good we're kosher um so yeah she just said i came off she's like yeah just the way you came off you came off like you know it all and i'm like okay i was like apologize i didn't you know i didn't mean it that way girl that's not how it is i think that what happens is that you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know how I am. You don't, you're not close to me. So it's very easy for you to um, see me and make your idea of who I am when we haven't really been close enough for you to know me, know me truly inside and out, you know? So she's all, yeah, I know. But just the whole trip up there, it was just a little bit exhausting for me because it was a lot of like... I just felt like I had to do a lot of, like, damage control, but I almost felt like she was making it about her and having to cater to her. So I started worrying because I was like, I'm not, I want this trip to be positive and I want it to be great for her and for me. And it was just, it was just very high anxiety. I could see her anxiety when she got here. She was very like, and I know, and she said no, but. I know anxiety. I've lived it. I've had panic attacks. I I know. And maybe I'm wrong. This is just my perspective. But it was just very high. She's very high anxiety. She's almost very absorbing. And I think in the end, for me, I just... She started triggering me. And it was because she started reminding me of my ex. And just how manipulative he was. And I don't think she's as bad. but I, And I don't think she notices it because she's a good person. She is a wonderful mother. And I just think like she's just had bad stuff happen in her life. And now she's coming back, you know, to trying to fix herself. And I think she's just in that chaos of trying to unravel everything. And really, it's like anything you get bad before you get worse before you get better. So I just I it just it, she started triggering me. She started triggering me and I started feeling like, oh my God, like this is going to ruin my trip. And I started just like, how am I going to fix it? And and I had to pull myself back and be like, dude, you're going to have to separate because you're not going to be able to enjoy it. And just because I'm going through this thing where I believe I'm a healer and I want to heal other people, it doesn't mean I'm always going to heal everybody. And it doesn't mean I always have to heal everybody. And everybody that comes to me doesn't mean I have to help them all. Sometimes I'm going to have to protect myself. And there's going to be situations where I'm not going to be a healer. Where I'm going to be Irani. And I'm going to be. I'm gonna go and I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to let loose. And I'm going to drink. And I'm not going to be this hippie. She was just. <clears throat> she was just. Hard to deal with. <coughs> <coughs> so the day of the day of the travel um we woke up well that night she was just like i told her i'm gonna stay up she went to sleep early but she kept getting up and our flight had been delayed so i had to um 
stay up because she was like, I might have to like tell you, hey, go to the airport if they change our flight to an earlier flight. Because then if we took a later flight, I guess there was only one flight out to Miami and one flight out to Cuba. So if we missed those flights, we would be a day late, which would push our our itinerary like a full day. So she we were just all freaking out. It was the whole situation. So, um... I didn't have any sleep. I was exhausted because I was just waiting on the phone to ring so to tell us, hey, we're not leaving at whatever, nine in the morning. We're leaving today at one or two in the morning, whatever. And it ended up that our flight didn't get delayed after all. So we were good. Um, so we left at six in the morning, well, a little bit earlier to get to the airport at six. And I was just exhausted. I was exhausted and I was already worried about her and just her energy she just gave me energy and everything I said it would just it just seemed to bother her like one of the times I went out to meditate because it was a full moon and I wanted to meditate to just kind of um, set my intentions and just have a good trip and set positive you know intentions and send positive vibes on our trip and just I went out and she went with me so I gave her my my gems my rocks some of them and I told her hey here you go and I go hey don't put any bad energy but I was just kidding you know I was just kidding but I think she was just so sensitive to criticism right now that she took it in a bad way which I didn't know until later and I feel bad about that because I'm not trying to make her feel that way but I just said it kidding around anybody who touches my rocks I always tell them hey blah 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 or people who come in to my house you guys know I'm like I'm sorry I'm saging you it's not anything personal it's just something I do to protect myself it's just you know it's just little things and I looking back I probably should have been a little more empathetic because I I um I I am a healer and I've been there but I think in the end she just triggered me she triggered me. It was a trigger. And that just says that I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So we ended up in the airport <clears throat> and she was already just like, don't judge me. That was her thing. That was like her theme. She was telling me all the day, don't judge me. I'm gonna tell you something, but don't judge me. And I had already told her in the car, like, hey, like I wasn't judging you, whatever you're going through. I'm sorry, like, blah, blah, blah. And that's where it started, where she was just like, don't judge me. And it was kind of like a joke, but not. She was very passive-aggressive about it. So that was the first thing. She was just, like, saying, don't judge me, don't judge me the whole trip. And I was like, dude, like, I already apologized. And it was sincere, and I mean it. And if you can't take it, like, there's nothing more I can do, you know? And back again to the whole X thing. Like, it just reminded me. It just triggered me. It triggered me because that's what he would do all the time. It was like, push, 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 push my buttons. And then I'd be a bitch. And then the tables would get turned. And then they would be like, well, it's because you're a bitch. So, um, she just ended up saying that I was being very moody. And I'm like, I'm not moody, girl. I'm just very tired. Like, I'm tired. I've had two hours of sleep. And I'm very bad at sleeping in, air in airplanes. Like, I never sleep. It's very hard for me to fall asleep. Um, I just can't. I just can't sleep in that position. And then my coccyx hurts. Like, my low back starts hurt. It's just not comfortable for me. So I was just kind of quiet, you know. I wasn't my happy-go-lucky self. But it is what it is. So I had already had bad vibes from it. The tour, The travel agent told me, like, hey, what's going on with her? It's just, like, her energy is kind of, like, shady. Like, you know, and 
And that was already like two of us, right? So we ended up going on the trip and <clears throat> she, it just kind of went downhill the first couple, the first day or so. She didn't like the language barrier <clears throat> and um, it bothered her a lot. So <coughs> the first day, I guess she, we, we had a, a crazy flight because we almost missed our first flight because the visas were late. We had to run to our flight. Me and the travel agent, we got stuck. They closed the gate on us because we got stuck in um, checkpoint. And then they ended up, the girls in the airplane ended up like fighting for us and they opened the gates. We got back on. And then that flight to Miami was supposed to land at one, but our next flight to Cuba took off at one. <laughs> so got off got off that flight from phoenix to miami and we had to run again to catch our cuba flight we almost missed that one we made it by the time i get to cuba i'm just exhausted i'm so exhausted i just want to shower and i want to go to bed because i had an early morning um to ernesto was gonna pick me up to go to jaimanitas so um we got to the hotel and she's just like you're at the at the last flight, when we were in line, she was just like, don't judge me. She had already had a couple drinks on the airplane. She had a couple drinks when we got off the airplane. And then um, she was just, she said something about quit judging me again. So I told her, girl, you need to chill out with that. Like, this is, it's, it's, it may be a joke, but I was like, but I could feel like you're being passive aggressive about it. I was like, you need to stop with that. And she's like, you're moody. You're a very moody girl. And I'm like, I'm moody because one, I'm not moody. I'm tired. And two, you're making me moody because you're being very passive aggressive. Like, we already talked about it. I'm not going to be licking your ass. Like, I said, sorry, right? I think I'm very straight to the point. You know, if I fucked up, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing more I can do. I can't make it any more clear. So when people are very, like, poor me, they're martyrs, and they're, like, keep making me feel better, and I'm going to keep, like, playing the drama game, I don't do well with that. So that happened, and then on on the, on the way to the second flight. So then we get to a hotel, and she's like, hey, she had complained about sharing a bed with me because she said everybody paid the same amount, and... She didn't think it was like fair. So to cater to her again, I was I asked one of the girls, Nancy, I was like, hey, do you mind sharing a bed with me? And she's like, no. And I'm like, cool. I was like, so I could give your bed to um, to this girl because I feel like she might have wanted her own bed. So no biggie. Right. Whatever. Um, gave her her own bed. And when we got to a hotel, I'm like, hey, you get your own bed. Right. Me trying to be nice. And she was like, oh, now you don't want to sleep with me. <laughs> so it's like damned if you do damned if you don't right so and i'm only telling you this, this you guys i'm not trying to be a metiche or drama starter i'm telling you guys because i want you guys to see like i said i always wanted to be transparent with stuff that happens to me because i want you guys to see how life changes and how we have to adapt and how things are gonna happen and how things could go south really quick but how we have to reel ourselves back in and change those situations so this is exactly why because i don't wish her any harm this is not to out her i said it in my post if you guys read my post on facebook i wish her healing but this is just kind of how it went down and if you guys want to call me out go for it go for it i want you guys to call me out and tell me dude i could see where she felt bad i could see where you were wrong tell me this is what i need and especially people that love me and that know me especially you guys call me out call me out because you guys know me 
uh, in a deeper on a deeper level and I want that and I need that in my life so anyways we get to a hotel and she's like hey I'm sorry I was being moody she tells me and I'm like girl I just want to have a good time. I want you to have a good time. I'm sorry if I made you feel bad. I know you don't know me. I know you don't know my sense of humor. I know you don't know me that deep to know how I react or how I am. And I might sound like I'm bitchy or I'm talking shit, but I'm really not. It's just, you know, and I get it. You don't know me, so I could see where you could take it the wrong way. She's all, no, yeah, yeah. We hugged it out. I thought things were going to be good. I left um, the next day. I came back and literally two of the people on the trip were like, dude, what's up with your friend? She's just like so absorbing. She has stuff going on and she's just kind of negative Nancy. I guess they took it as negative Nancy. So now it's just like it could have been me, right? That took things wrong. It could have been me that was just like, oh, my God, I just it. She triggered me. But now like four people out of the trip are like saying this and um. It was just absorbing. We had to try and and translate. She she just wasn't happy. Um, fast forward two days before, three days before, she's just like, I want to leave. I want to leave. She ended up like walking by herself and doing stuff by herself, which was better. One, I think for her growth and two, just for the whole group, because we were all just kind of like had enough. And it was just so absorbing, you know, to try to give her the benefit of the doubt and to try and help her in her situation but nobody could nobody could hit the sweet spot with her it was just it wasn't happening so come back from the trip um she ended up leaving a couple days before I think two days before I think she left on Saturday and we came back Tuesday or she came she left Sunday morning I don't know she ended up leaving she quit the trip she just and I feel horrible about that because how bad must she have felt you know but Honestly, none of the people on the trip disliked each other. We all got along perfectly fine. And once she left, it was just like party, man. We were all having the time of our lives. We all meshed amazing. All of us were talking, the boys, the girls. We were, we all had our backs. Like it was great. It was like crazy how energy just that one rotten apple, you know, and she's not rotten again. She's beautiful. I hope that life treats her well. I think I'm, I probably was, if I'm that bridge that she had to burn to get better, I, I'm glad. I'm glad. Good for her, you know? And I, like I said again, I wish you're healing. But when everybody on the trip doesn't, doesn't, agree with your energy and what you're bringing I think that sometimes we need to it's hard but we need to be accountable and we need to say what the fuck am I doing you know maybe it was a bad idea for her to take the trip and she didn't realize it till she was in it um but don't go around you know saying stuff or talking out of your ass or saying stuff out of spite because you didn't have a good time or because things didn't turn out the way they that you wanted them to and because partly 80% 60% whatever percent was your fault you know what I mean come back um from the trip I opened my email my messages and I have this long ass message about how I bring a lot of ugly into the world and how um I shouldn't be healing people because I'm not a hippie 
a hippie wouldn't bring six pairs of shoes. Well, first of all, girl, I'm not going to be wearing the same pair of shoes when I'm stepping on shit and piss on the street every day. And when I say I'm a hippie, I say I'm a hippie in the sense that I'm connected through nature, that I love to roam in nature um, because nature gives me all the energy I need. It gives me all the elements to reconnect and to rebuild myself up. Like it has nothing to do with me being a hippie, smoking pot, dressing in tie dye, not showering, not shaving has nothing to do with that. That's just what I say. Like, Oh, I'm a hippie in that sense that I find myself in the earth. Um, and she just said, just really mean things, really mean things. Um, and one, it didn't really affect me because I know who I am and I constantly get reminded of how lucky I am because of the people that surround me, you know, like my best friends, my family, um, my son, his his dad, his dad is amazing, um, his, his aunt, which is, I love her to death, she's like my sister, um, and just even everybody on this trip, you know, um, I learned a lot from everybody and I just I constantly get reminded. So for me, it didn't really bother me personally in that sense. It was more that she triggered me because she reminded me a lot about my ex. So I just had to reset. And, you know, and, and that's where I learned this lesson that even though I'm here to help and I'm here to try and honor what I think is my purpose in the world and that's to help people um through my podcast oh she also told me I shouldn't be posting videos about my workouts and I shouldn't be posting every day what I do like that's not part of a healer does so you guys can have your labels and you guys can put your labels on however you guys think people function but this is how I function this is what I do for me this is what works for me and this is what makes me feel good this is my routine and I'm sharing it with you guys with all my love and with all the confidence that it has helped me move forward and make big leaps in my life so that is what kind of bothered me um that is why I posted that po- that's why I I made that post because um honestly I was sure healing but it was my biggest lesson it was my biggest lesson we do not need to help everybody we are we we are entitled to our opinion and we are entitled to choose who comes in our life and who we block out in our life. And I'm sorry, you might be someone that needs a lot of help. But if I feel I'm not going to help you because you're triggering me and I don't want ugly to come out of me to where I'm going to hurt you more, I have that choice and I ha- I can make that choice. So I chose to put boundaries on what was going on in that trip with you because it wasn't good for me and it wasn't going to be good for you. So two wrongs don't make a right. So I believe that I made the bigger choice because that's what I was trying to do is not hurt you and not hurt myself. So big lesson. Sometimes we don't have to help everybody. And it's okay again to close doors if we feel that it's not good for our growth and for our mental health. Um, So... Big lesson, that one was a big lesson. Um, Coming back, I got super sick and it just put things into perspective how lucky I feel to be in the U.S. I know I complain a lot. I complain about my job sometimes. It's so absorbing. And then I leave and this happens where I don't we don't have clean water all the time. And just even I think I was so sick. Um. 
that I was trying to hydrate a lot. So I had a lemonade at this place. And um, I know actually we had a mojito. I had a lemonade, but then I had a mojito. But all of us had the mojito and it had ice. And I think the ice was dirty. And it gave me a stomach bug because everybody just their bellies started bothering them. And then we would smell stuff and it would just make us nauseous. And nobody really got super, super sick until we got into the States. Um, I think our bodies just kind of knew. Um, also, I stopped taking oregano oil a week before. And I know I know in my heart that that is why I got the flu. Because I haven't been sick in three years. Everybody in the clinic gets the flu. And I never get it because I religiously take my oregano oil. And I believe in it. I swear by God on oregano oil. I stopped. Um, I ran out three days before. I didn't have time to go get anymore. So I left without it. And boom, got sick. Um, so... Another lesson, I'm just super blessed, super blessed to be here. I'm so blessed that I have clean water. I'm super blessed that I have running water, that I just have a safe place, that I get to progress in my job, that yes, my education isn't free and neither is my medical, but I get to choose what happens with my life and where it goes. Um, I love Cuba. I'm going to keep going back. And especially now because I have very, very important people there that I love and that I want to keep in contact with. Um, but yeah, I mean, you don't you don't really think about those things until they're taken away from you. Right. Clean water, um, being healthy, being to breathe, being able to breathe clean air. Um. I just came back and I was like, oh my God, I want a salad. I love the food over there a lot, but <coughs> but I just wanted a salad with all the greens in the world, um, which brings me to my diet reset. Um, I'm trying to cut off meats. I came back and I was just uh, sick of eggs and meat. It was kind of grossing me out. I don't know if it was just the smells over there or just... There's a lot of cats loose in one of the restaurants where we ate. And um, I don't know, just meat is grossing me out. I'm not a big red meat eater, but I do eat a lot of chicken and ground beef. So, um, of course, I came back and because I had this belly issue and then I have this cold that I'm, I'm coming out of, um, I just decided that um, I want to reset. I want to do a detox. Yes, it's before Thanksgiving. I'm just weaning off this week. I'll probably eat um turkey this week. I don't know. I'm meat's grossing me out. Anytime I think about it, it just ugh makes me nauseous. But um I am gonna try and go vegetarian for a little bit to help with some of the inflammation in my body, some of the injuries I have. Um this is why travel is so important because you leave and you come back and it just kind of it's you have awe moments where you're just like this is what I want for my life this is what I don't want for my life this is what I'm doing right and this is what I'm doing wrong um so um anybody who's interested in joining me um send me a message let me know um right now I'm just kind of doing a lot of fresh fruits I'm gonna do a lot of oats and rice and quinoa a lot of good carbs I did some research my sister's a vegetarian watched some documentaries I've read some articles 
Um, so I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to see how this works. I did try it a couple months, uh, a couple years ago, two, three years ago, and it did help with my plantar. Um, the only thing is I didn't balance my carbs well, so I felt like I was gaining a little weight. So hopefully I can uh, manage. If not, um, at least I want to try and wean off extremely from any animal products so I'll probably try and do like pescatarian where I'll have fish or maybe have chicken once a month or you know but I'm I'm really gonna try and go full throttle on this um my health is important my mental health mental well-being first of all my spiritual growth and of course my body I just want to be healthy um I hadn't been this sick in a while so I'm very excited to just kind of reset um and just offer the best me you know to the world to my family and last but not least dating (laughs) I have um that's one of the new things that's um one of the new doors in my life um I've opened my door for dating again so um there is someone there's someone there that I've been talking to I don't know if we're on the same page um I know we have a lot in common and he does he does make me feel butterflies and he does make me feel excited and safe about um dating again so I'll keep you all posted on that. I'm super excited. My face gets hot just talking about it. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a cutie. I, I like him. He knows who I am. Hi, if you're listening. What's up, cheeks? But um yeah, so that's what, oh my god. Now I'm all embarrassed and I'm losing my train of thought. But yeah. So that was basically um what this rant was, <laughs> what this um podcast was about. Um, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to start podcasting again. If you guys um have any questions, again, any comments, if you guys want to critique me and how I handled stuff on this trip, uh, let me know. Like I said, I don't take things personal anymore. I kind of cemented my ideas and my thoughts and what I need in my life and what I believe in and how I want to deal with things uh, moving forward so definitely I'm always open for dialogue um, if as long as it's respectful but yeah um, basically um, this was my trip this is my lessons my diet reset my aspirations my new goals for 2020 basically it's ending so Uh, moving forward um this is what's happening in my life I'm so happy to be back um so yeah this was it I hope you guys enjoyed it it was a long um podcast um thank you for joining share ciao pescado the song featured is orishas um cuba